Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome back to Vampire the Masquerade, Twin Cities by Night. Homecoming is our second story arc that takes place in the spring of 2010 and then Twin Cities in Minnesota. Follow the story of Ophelia, a Toreador played by Alex, Jonathan, a Venture played by David, Katow, a Gangrel played by Joaquin, and William, a Venture played by Slavic, as they once again find themselves working together to find out who, or what, is targeting them and those close to them. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach out to us on Twitter at twin underscore cities underscore VTM or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. So we're going to go ahead and jump in to the next day, which is a Wednesday, May 5th. Everyone below a blood pool point. First, we're going to start before everyone wakes up. Mr. Chase, you have an interesting dream while you're asleep. It was one of those dreams where you, you think you're reliving a memory of something that happened in your past, but actually it's kind of it warped and corrupted a little bit. It's from uh, a day after, a couple days after the Tet Offensive that happened in Vietnam. You're kind of wa- you're walking along with Winefield or Winfield, like looking about, trying to f- do doing random between two buildings in a kind of a little dark alleyway. On basically, five individuals are are raping a Vietnamese woman. They're hidden from everyone else. And at first, in real life, what had happened, you had asked when this had happened. You had wanted to you you and Winfield to stop them from doing it but Winfield told you pretty much that war is hell and that every man has to let the beast out uh, once in a while and that's when the the dream starts changing a little bit from what occurred in real life where you walked away shaken from what you saw to where actually the mention of the beast has to come out and everyone you find yourself in the dream where you throw aside and slam Winfield into the wall of one of the buildings you rush there and start attacking uh, with you know your your teeth and your bare hands, this group that's raping this Vietnamese woman. Till we're finally, uh, once they're all taken care of and lying about you, you look down and you see Carla looking up at you, asking why you didn't do this for her. And then you snap out of your dream and you wake up and you kind of got a thin film of blood sweat going on and feel a little close to the beast you've been feeling lately. So just want to get that clear out and open for you. All right, we'll cut to Alex. All right, Alex, can you wake up first because you're the one with the most humanity. I want to check the obituaries first. Oh, you're checking like the newspaper. Online. All right. And what, yeah. what are you looking for in the newspaper? You're looking for Brian Moore's obituary? Yeah, I'm looking for Brian. See what it says. Uh, you see, yeah, you do see it on there that, uh, you know, and it tells you pretty much, you know, uh, Marine Iraq vet turned uh, journalist, Berkeley graduate, you know, recently took his life in front of uh, a main straight coffee shop in downtown Minneapolis. You know, there's no next of kin in the area. His, his parents live in California. People close to him believe that he was juggling with PTSD issues and uh, he was trying to help and deal with his demons. But unfortunately, it looks as if uh, they got the best of him and thus he took his life and that there'll be a memorial service in a couple days in a, a veteran cemetery that, that is in the outskirts of St. Paul. And especially that he was a, he was yeah. a writer for the, the Twin Cities Tribune out there so this is a mixture of a news story and okay. obituary did i ever get his address or just his phone number i think i've just got his phone number right yeah he's got his phone, but you got his you grabbed his phone and his keys but yeah you just got his phone number can i open his phone up and see if i can get on it 
It is pin locked, unfortunately. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll use my phone sure. to get hold of Carlos and see if he still wants to meet up tonight. Yeah, the the phone the phone. Yeah, the phone answers. He, or, you know, he answers the phone and he says, "Yeah, he he has talked to Cynthia. Uh, that yeah, he he's waiting basically for her to call him." But he thinks that maybe they can meet you guys can meet up like in an hour if that's okay. Uh, he's just waiting for her to take care of some things. And but she's kind of expressed uh, an interest uh, last night when he talked to her for a little bit that she really did want to talk to you. So and he kind of tells you that maybe he can come by and pick you up or I'll meet him. I've got something to attend to first. All right. So he he gives you like he's like a random parking lot of of some establishment. He'll meet you at and you can follow him to her apartment. So yeah, I'll meet him in say two hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. He says, that sounds good. Just let, let him know. So. Okay. I'm going to head out to a bar and try and feed on someone. So you're looking for a nightclub area to look at. Are you looking for, like, a smaller, like, bar or a larger bar? Or what kind of bar are you looking for? I'll go to, like, a rave bar. I'll go to the most happening okay. place on a Wednesday night. Well, actually, the most <laughs> a, the most happening place is the the underground, which is Katrina Carrington's like, bar, which is, like, an Elysium. And you, you are allowed to feed there if you're discreet about it. Yeah, sweet. Let's go there. I haven't actually been there yet either. I'll have you head over there. Let's see. We'll take care of it now. So you basically come to the you come to underground, which is pretty fucking packed. Even like throughout the week, I mean, it's a Wednesday night, and you're walking, and there's already a line. Uh, most of them are your normal college age slash young professional businessmen who still go about partying. You know what I mean? You kind of kind of mixture, I guess, for lack of a better term, Patrick <laughs> Bateman yuppie types. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who will go there? And get down, but then also like, you know, people from the different, like University of Minnesota and St. Thomas University who will go there and pretty much just dance their asses off and do, do drugs. You, you get there, you basically come upon like where there's a huge dance floor on top. You can kind of see when you look up, there's like a rounded area and, and a glass floor, like a rounded like walk or pathway, but then you kind of see that there's actually like a glass floor way up where there's like chairs and you can kind of see a couple people are up there. Uh, you get to the door to the bouncer. The bouncer kind of asks the CID and all that jazz. Oh, flattering. I'll say I didn't bring my ID, but um, you know you can let me in. Sure. And he kind of looks at you and, and he looks flirt with him a bit. Yeah, 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 it works. You know, he looks you up and down. He's like, "Yeah, come on, go ahead." And he opens the door and lets you in. You're kind of as you walk in, the music hits this real heavy bass, dubstep kind of. There's people already on the floor. There's people sitting around the like. Uh, go ahead and give me perception roll difficulty six. No botches, two twos. You spend an hour and you're trying to like make move on these random people, and they're just like you're having a hard time connecting. You can try to spend uh-huh. another hour and try try another roll, or you can just. Uh, I'll, I'll drop a point. I'll drop um presents and go and have a boogie on the dance floor. Oh, that's actually a good idea. So let's go ahead. And what power of presence are you using? One, just the first one. Yeah, go ahead and roll charisma plus performance difficulty seven. Uh, I got one success. Basically, one person. You see, this guy comes up to you, and he's 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 like a college kid, and he's kind of like you know maybe twenty. You know, he's definitely not in the club legally. Yeah, uh, but he's sitting there, you know, having a good time dancing and shit. And he comes up to you, and he starts like talking to you, and I will let you go ahead. You can go ahead and get a point or two from him if you want. I'll get two. I'll I'll, I'll be like uh. Hey, why don't we go to the bathroom? But then I'll just drink his blood and leave him still unconscious. Okay, you want to get yeah. three from him? Leave him unconscious in the bathroom, passed three. out? All right, cool. Yeah, I'll lick his wing. Man. Okay, go ahead, Katow. You wake up. 
What are you doing? First thing I do when I wake up, I look out the windows. Like, is anyone out there watching place? Give me perception alertness roll. Difficulty <laughs> six. I got two successes. All right, cool. So you look out there and you, you, yeah, you don't know nothing. You don't notice anything. So good roll though, man. <laughs> Not taking any chances after this. So what are you doing, sir? First thing I guess I'm going to call up um, uh, William and Jonathan. I guess call up the others and say like, Okay, so I tell my how I got contacted by, by the, the random couple saying I know uh, last night and just say like I don't know if there's gonna be anything right, else. We'll, we'll we'll start the bridge call. So we'll we'll just do it like Ophelia when you're in the club, and then when William and, yeah. and Chase are awake at this point, you guys all get a bridge call from Joaquin. Go ahead, scenes on you. I'm just walking out the club right. on my phone. Okay, so yeah, uh, so last night I was, I saw two people, walk, just, like this drunk couple walked by and they just said, I know. So I got the same message as you all. They know what? Did they Whatever. leave a body in your bathtub? Well, let me check. No. Are you sure? Considering how I've been on the needles for the past few days, yeah, I'm sure. So now they reached out to all of us, so I honestly don't know what's going to happen next, but I'll keep an eye out and I'll keep an eye open. That's what we're all going to do, I guess. Thanks for telling us, though. Bring your dog out tonight, just in case. I'd, I'd keep an eye on him. Okay, yeah. If that's what you want. Hey, Jonathan, you want to meet up with Little tonight? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Yeah, but Wait, you're meeting I, Little? I yeah, we're going we're gonna to track down Little. I should say you're going to track down Little. <laughs> <laughs> so are you all meeting up at Medusa or something? I take it? Yeah, I'm going to go to Medusa sure. and have my... my dinner that's being dropped off to me are you going to medusa william yeah probably cool as you get dressed up and you're stepping out of the elevator of the fine building with the condos that you live in uh a gentleman you see a gentleman sitting there he's like on a like there's he's pretty much on the left when you get out of the elevators there's some potted Mm -hmm. plants and like a nice like kind of couch there you know where people can sit if they're waiting for someone you see a guy Mm -hmm. in a really nice kind of like navy blue suit with some nice brown uh, wingtip loafers, you know, has a, a sky blue tie with a white and pink striped shirt underneath, you know, short blonde hair. You could kind of tell he's of the upper crust of society. And he's sitting there reading a Twin Cities Tribune where you see the front story about Twin Cities reporter takes, takes own life. Uh, you know, city mourns on the front page. And as you walk in that, while you walk out of the elevator, you kind of see he like goes down with the paper, sees you. And neatly puts it away and gets up, and you see he has like a warm smile on his face, and he walks over to you and he extends his hands. He's like, uh, "Can I William help Stra- you, sir?" Yeah, he's like, uh, "Do I have the privilege of speaking to William Strother?" And he has his hand sticking out like he wants to shake it. Depends. Well, I'm actually here uh, as a representative for uh, for Hardy Ellsworth, who, uh, and I was wondering if I could have a moment of your time, sit down and kind of throw something your way uh, that he wanted me to propose to you. Representative of who? Hardly Ellsworth, the guy who owns Ellsworth Towers, who basically owns a company that's called Ellsworth and Partners Incorporated. I see. Uh, What do you want to talk about? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can can you take a seat real quick? Is that okay? Or we could talk now. It doesn't matter. Whatever's easier for you. Well, go ahead. We can go somewhere else if your uh, offer is interesting. No, no, no. Here, here's fine. I, I don't mind talking here, you know, in the lobby. So he goes and sits down. You see he kind of like unbuttons his suit top and just kind of sits. He's like, yeah, so uh, I'm a representative of uh, Ellsworth and Partners. And uh, the big honcho kind of wanted to speak to you in person, was wondering if uh, maybe 
uh, we could set up a meeting for you to meet him in his office in Ellsworth Towers, or he can meet you wherever, you know, you kind of want. He just wanted to kind of discuss a kind of a uh, couple business propositions with you to see if you might be interested. I see. That does sound interesting. Um, is there a way to contact him? Yeah, yeah, of course. And you see, he pulls out his pocket business card over here. Here's his uh, personal cell, and here and my cell's on the bottom. He's pointing to the card. Yeah, he's just kind of noticed you've been making some splashes uh, recently with some of your uh, your investments that you've been doing, mm-hmm. and uh, he, th- he thinks that maybe you guys might have some uh, similar end goals uh, he would like to work on you with. I see. Very interesting. So, uh, yeah, so uh, just go ahead and shoot him a call. Uh, I'm glad to meet you. I know you're probably busy, about to go enjoy the nightlife a little bit here. So, uh, yeah. Just uh, let him know, and uh, I hope everything works out, man. It was nice to meet you. He kind of gets up and he buttons his top button again and extends his hand. And yeah, I'll shake like, it. Uh, have a pleasant evening, sir. Yeah, yeah, you too. And he turns around and kind of walks out the doors. And as you head out and head towards the Medusa, so you guys all arrive at the Medusa around the same time. Jonathan, you walk in there, and Carla kind of sees you and walks up to you, extends her arms like she wants to give you a hug. As you come in, I'm not big on PDAs. Uh, she kind of stops. She's like, "Yeah, did I do something? Is is everything okay?" Or what are, where's the bouncer at? Do we have a bouncer yet? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I'm starting interviews. I got interviews starting tomorrow. All right, hurry up with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, and I, I want and I want to make sure that you you hire enough of them so that there's bouncers here all the way. Up. Before opening and closing, so we need coverage for the entire. You're talking the about even entire when we're not time. Open? No, not when we're not open, but like an hour prior to opening, I want someone here. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can and do an that. hour after, so that when we're completely closed up, there is a a bouncer here at that period of time. I want security the entire time you're here. Like, are we? You're kind of starting to sound like you want armed security. Is that what you're trying to get at here, or you seem a little worried? We've been kind of stressed out. I don't think we need noticed. armed security All right. yet. All right. Yeah, what's going on? You're you're acting kind of. I'm not going to lie, Jonathan. You've been acting a little stressed out lately, a little wired up. Okay. Well, you know that's nothing you need to worry about. Just keep your mind on this place. Yeah, she, she kind of just looks at you. All right. Yeah, I can get that. I'm going to get back to work here. You you see, there's about like 20 people. Yeah. Also, I want to work on starting to get live entertainment here as well. We're we talking like what kind of genre? Uh, we could do uh maybe some 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 metal, um perhaps I don't know whatever's popular these days that isn't going to be offensive to white collar workers. I could figure something out. I was having dinner delivered to me from Juno's, right? You actually see Gina, the and you remember her from in her junkie days. Uh, this is before Ophelia gets to to the Medusa. She kind of. Walks in there looking around. Like I said, there's about like 20 people there who are kind of enjoying the music. It's not packed, but, you know, it's still like a yeah. place. And she got- Hardly packed. I imagine the place has like a maximum capacity of like 200 or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's getting there. You know, it's just open. So you see she kind of walks in. She's looking around. And you see her talking to Carla. And, and Carla points towards where your office. You can kind of see through your window that there's Gina Chick, who looks, by the way, shit ton more healthier than when you saw her six months ago you know what i mean looks like she's actually kind of doing good things with her life kind of knocks on your office door yes thank you bring it in she like gives you the food and opens it up and, and she's like is there anything uh and she kind of looks at you I, I, you were in my apartment with, with ophelia weren't you i don't recall that <laughs> it's like I, I think i do kind of recall that but 
I, I don't know. I was, okay. my mind wasn't the clearest then, you know, and she kind of just hands you food. And uh, this is on the house, by the way. If there's anything else you need, uh, just go ahead and give us a call. We were kind of told by the boss to let you to whatever you desire when it comes to food, we, we can go ahead and help you out. So I hope you enjoy the meal. And right. I'm sure you're mistaken, but thank you. You can see yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Cool. And she turns around and walks out as she's walking out. William and Katow kind of walk out at the same time. You kind of see her looking at you two like a little bit, you know, like, like confused. And you guys kind of see her as she, and you recognize her, especially you Katow recognize her instantly. <laughs> and she, she walks out, hey. you know, you guys all kind of start arriving. Ophelia, you see, uh, Gina's car leaving the parking lot as you roll in. First of all, uh, before we even start, you kind of hear the music going through the walls a little bit, the heavy bass. Jonathan, describe your office a little bit because you haven't really, uh, you know, just so people kind of get a mental visualization of it. Uh, right now, the office um, is is rather plain. There's a big hardwood, dark hardwood table with uh, a desk lamp and, you know, a strewn of papers and newspaper clippings and whatnot looks like there's some research that's been done on the table and there's a bookshelf with various books he looks like he's starting to collect a, a menagerie of 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 books on the occult and, and whatnot and what kind of could could they make out what kind of articles are strewn about like is there any method to the mayhem on there or no it's gonna all be like murders and stuff and and throughout the twin cities as well as other other cities as well. I, I would imagine to somebody that, you know, isn't paying attention, it's not going to look like anything's going on. It's, you know, too too much of a collage of anything to draw strings. All right, scenes on you guys. Go ahead. You guys are arriving here perfectly. I was just about to make a business call. And pause real quick. Ophelia, remember that you are kind of still shaken up about what you witnessed. Yeah. And it was not, it was just the night before and you could tell obviously for your issues, you know what I mean? But go ahead. Seems again on you guys. Sorry. I'll have Carla bring in chairs for everybody so that they can sit down because there's not enough chairs for everybody in the office. You see Carla, she starts bringing in chairs. You guys are getting kind of a little off put because you saw her. It's almost like, you know what I mean? You witnessed her at her worst and she's none the wiser, you know, that, that you guys did. She brings in three chairs. She puts them in there so you guys can sit at the table. Uh, sit racket style on the chair. So what did you say, Jonathan, before I, I Jenny said uh, you were about to make a call or something like that? What was it? Yes, I am. I'm going to call Max and put him on speakerphone. Okay. You guys have no idea who he's calling, by the way, is the phone. He puts a phone on speaker. Hello? Hello, Max. How are you doing this evening? Uh, Good, good. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? This is uh, a Jonathan. I'm the owner of the Medusa. Uh, nice to meet you, Jonathan. Your voice sounds very familiar. Have we met before? We have met before. Uh, at point, I'm just looking at Jonathan and she's like, what are you doing? Just nothing with that. Uh, refresh my memory if you could. We met about six months ago, and you arranged for me to have some entertainment for an evening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the Asian type, right? That is correct. <laughs> I'm just looking to so, start. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what can I help you with? Well, I'm going to need your services again. Oh, um, okay. Uh, usually, uh, well, first, kind of whatever you feel comfortable with over the phone, if you could give me kind of an idea, and then we could talk in person about more details. Um, well, I'm just going to lay it out there. Somebody in your employ has uh, come to my establishment and committed some acts that I feel are utterly inappropriate. Uh, excuse me? I'm, I'm lost. I'm going to give him the name of the individual that works for him that 
raped Carlo. I uh, never heard that name, to be honest with you, uh, Jonathan. So I, I don't know if I could be of any help. Sounds like this is some kind of I'm, misunderstanding, but I really have no idea I'm, who that is. I'm absolutely certain it is a misunderstanding. However, I'm fairly certain that this individual works for you. And I'm just going to give him a rundown of, of, um, you know, where he, where he had lived and what he's been doing. I still does that name does not ring a bell. I don't know what in, what, what in your mind would somehow make you think that this, this guy's in the employee, under the employee of me, but I, he's not an employee of mine. I frankly, like I, I said, assume never that heard he the name sex worker or something to, to that effect of yours. Uh, because he's a, because he's a, uh, uh, been convicted of crimes of that nature. No, honestly, he's not. Huh? Unfortunately, uh, no, no. I, I, and I'm really, I'm kind of confused why you would jump to the conclusion, but I, I have no idea who this guy is, to be honest with you. Well, then I apologize for wasting your time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm glad you could, uh, at least you confronted me about it instead of, uh, you know, coming to uh, some kind of misconception and letting it get further, you know? <laughs> Shooting him in an alley. Is there anything else that I can help you with while, you know, while we're on the phone together? No, I'm just going to have to torture and kill this person. I just wanted to make sure that he didn't belong to you before I did it. Yeah, no, he doesn't, he doesn't belong to me. And, uh, yeah, you're, you're free to do what you want. Uh, just uh, if you could kind of keep that to yourself and not tell me anymore for legal reasons. So, uh, absolutely but yeah. not a problem. All right. I hope you have a good evening. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you have a good evening. And, um, I will probably talk to you later. I'm sure sometime he just hangs up. Okay. So now we don't have to worry about Max. When you said kill it triggered me. I'm, I'm looking a bit upset. Are you crazy or? We've been pushing it around for far too long and it's getting us nowhere. The only way we're going to get down to the bottom of this is to beat, beat the bushes to startle the snakes. We were pushing a foot, pussy footing around Max and getting nowhere. Now we know that Max has nothing to do with this and it saved us a ton of time in the long run. Wouldn't you agree? We spent quite a long time with Max being up in here as a potential person for this. And now we can put a big red line through it. Because if he was so... He's telling the truth. Yeah, unless he's... He's obviously telling the truth, right? Yeah. If he was so blatant to go through and tell us, leave these messages... If you're in the middle of saying this, you hear a piercing scream and a commotion... Coming oh, from no. outside your office on the dance floor. All right, take a look. I'm gonna open my you- drawer and grab my gun as I walk out. <laughs> I'm going at last. So as you guys go out, you, you see like the 20 people on the dance floor looking down at some girl on her knees, and she has like a she looks like she broke like a like a glass that her drink was in, and she's like trying to gouge her her face off. And her friends are like, you see, a couple people are standing like, what the fuck was shocked look on their face as she's sitting there just trying to like it looks like basically rip her face off and I'm gonna walk over and grab her by the wrist and pull her hand away from her face. It's got the the, the glass in it. Yeah, yeah. you you pull it and she looks up at you and give me a perception and uh everyone give me a perception and alertness roll difficulty six. Three pass. All right. Two successes. All right. Uh one success. All right. 
Oh, wow. Damn. So you guys all see, obviously, kind of tell, as you look at her pupils, that she's obviously on something. Her eyes are all bugshot. Her pupils are dilated. Katow, and how many successes did you get, Ophelia? Three. Three. You both notice as you look, you could kind of gauge, like, how she's dressed because she has, like, a mini skirt on. Like, like she might be, like, kind of a college kid. You, you can kind of guess there's, like, three or four females who are with her by how they're standing there closest to her. And as you look at them, look from her eyes, and look up at them, you could tell by their faces that they're obviously under the influence of something. So go ahead, scenes on you guys. Jonathan, you have her by the arm. She's just like looking at you, freaking out. Like you could see she like kind of took the glass and was like kind of cut, like made it probably from like one temple around to the other. But it looked like she was obviously trying to like cut around her face, like maybe in, mm-hmm. you see, in her other hand, she's just sitting there like, and you could feel like she's shaking a little bit. Go ahead and give me, give me a self-control roll. Difficulty six, Mr. Chase. Go ahead and spend a willpower point on this one. That's probably a good call. <laughs> like, Two successes. All right. So you just in there, you kind of feel the beast quell up a little bit, but then you kind of, but you end up taking control of it and, and you're able to notice what you, what I just told you to notice. So go ahead. The scene's on you guys right now. I'm going to put my uh, pistol in my, in the back of my shirt, you know, in my pants because I'm not wearing my holster at the moment, obviously. And you see her, she starts crying. Then all of a sudden you see like, what the fuck? And like, you see Carla goes up over to the group and they're kind of like, not the group, but like the 20 people. It's like, all right, everyone, it's all taken care of. Let's go ahead. And she kind of gets everyone but the, the four females who are with her. Let's to, like, get her outside. We're not going to get her outside. We need to go outside as well. Let's take her to my office, call an ambulance. You see, is she going to be okay? You hear one of her friends like come up and she's like, eyes are all buggy and shit. Yeah, I'll, you know, or I guess I didn't notice that their eyes are weird, so. Yeah, you're starting to notice it now as one came up okay. to William. she going to be okay? Well, like, what's uh, going on She ain't going to be walking no runways. You guys are her friends? Yeah, 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 we're her friends. Like, is she yeah, going to be okay? Is she gonna be okay? And she just keeps saying that over and over. And she's like, I, I think, I think by this point, we just, we more like usher them off to the side, just like the whole group of them, just off, usher, off, you know, just usher them to the side, and just like, okay, so, uh, I'll jump. Can I? I'll come with you. And I just want to say to them, like, what, what kind of drugs have you taken? We, we, we got some bath salts, and I don't fucking know. This is the uh, first time we did it. And everything. Where? What? 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 We, I don't know. She, she's the one who we got him. Get she them here. Him. No, we didn't get him here. We got we we just wanted to party, but we got him, and and now this shit's fucking happening. You guys should have some water. Your friend will be okay once she comes down. We'll get her to the hospital. Like, like I don't, I uh, you see them just kind of sitting there. Are you going to take her to the hospital? What the fuck? No, yes. we're going to have an ambulance come and pick her up because I ain't got time for that shit. <laughs> You're dragging her to the office, right? You're not with them, right? No, I'm. Yeah, I'm taking her to the office. I'm going to have Carla, you know, call oh, an ambulance, and I'm going to. Yeah, you know, take a wet comp- a wet towel from the bar and, you know, to Clean up the mess. stop the bleeding. Are you willing to take that hit to your reputation? Uh, if you're going to uh, call an ambulance and you're going to have the girl in your office, that means that, you know, it'll set up some red flags around your bar. Oh, you're talking about with the ambulance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can take care of that. Okay. Yeah, as, this isn't making You two are talking... News. William or uh, Ophelia and Katow, you're standing there with the girls. One of the girls like, fuck this, take this. I don't want this anymore. She kind of like takes her hand and puts it on your chest. As you look down, like you kind of like put your hand out 
watch uh, Katal, you see a bag drop in there and you look and it's a, it, looks, <laughs> it looks, it looks like the same bag that you got from that kid T when all that happened. The and while I'm waiting for the ambulance, I'm going to make a call to Mr. Uh, Liam, officer Liam. All right. Yeah, this is detective Liam. I need you at the Medusa right now. Uh, okay. Uh, I could be there in about 10 minutes. Is that okay? No, uh, I think you could make it in eight. Uh, yeah, I'll be there when I get there, man. And you see him, like, he hangs up the phone. As you see, Carla comes up to you. She's like, hey, I, I called the uh, I called the ambulance. They're heading over here right now. Uh, what do you want me to do with these girls? You have two friends are talking to them. Um, Get them some drinks. Calm their asses the fuck down. Okay. You like just and make sure that they're make sure that they're aware that she tripped and fell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I could do that. So, as as you two, uh, Joaquin and, and Ophelia, are standing there with the girls, you see Carla come walking up. She has a tray and she kind of like sit down, darling. Did you just see her turn on this total charm? She's like, sit down here. Go ahead, and I got some coffee here. You go ahead and sip some coffee. Have some of this water. Don't worry. Your friend's going to be okay. I suggest, though, for your own good, young ladies, that if you're asked, your friend unfortunately fell down and maybe had a little too much to drink, okay? You see him kind of look like, yeah, 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 whatever. You're not going to call the cops on this, are you? No, I'm not going to call the cops. Don't worry. The guy who runs this club is understanding. He just wants to see your friend. Make sure he's taken care of and make sure you ladies are taken care of, okay? And then she just turns around and she looks at both of you guys and then she walks off. Still creepy. Yeah. So, uh, are you two going to stay with the girls, or what are you two doing now? As you see, William and Jonathan are going back in the office. You're going to stay with the girls. An ambulance ends up coming in. You see kind of the music st- stopping as the two ambulance guys come back. They strap this girl in. They kind of look at you, Dave. And it's like, is she under the influence of anything that you're aware of? No, no, not that I'm aware of. I think she just slipped on some water and hit the uh, the bar. Uh, yeah, oh, okay, sure. And they kind of bring her in. She's just in there, bug eye, tweaked out. They kind of give you a look and they shake their head as they go ahead and drag her out. The ambulance leaves and then. Uh, I'm going to grab see... one of their shoulders, right? Well, yeah, he turns, he turns out and looks at you, yeah. And, and, you know, covertly put a couple hundred dollars into his hand, you know, kind of a, as, as I grab him and put it in his yeah. hand, and be like, he slipped and hit her forehead. On the bar. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's obvious, right? You see him kind of puts it in his pocket oh, and he like pushes her off and, or he c- continues pushing the stretcher off as she's strapped down in the, stre- in the stretcher for her own protection. As, as the stretcher walks out, you guys are looking, you see, uh, uh, you see a guy in a kind of a suit, or uh, with a, well, not with a, like suit pants and like a gray shirt rolled up with a loose tie kind of looks, you know, he's somewhat attractive, has, has nice clean features and everything kind of look like what the fuck. And then he turns and he looks at Dave and you see, or looks at Jonathan. You see, he makes eye contact with Jonathan and he walks towards Jonathan and you guys have never seen him before. Actually, Ophelia, you have seen this guy. As you're sitting there looking, you're like, I've seen him before. And then you remember, Oh shit. He was in those pictures that you found. And uh, what's her name's uh, apartment when on Ramona Ortiz's apartment. Okay. He was the guy who was having right, unpleasant things done to him by by women. Yeah. I'll relay that to the others. I'm going to let him in the office, and then I'm going to close the door so it's just me and him. So, yeah, as you three are sitting out there, you kind of realize uh, that, that, that you hear what Ophelia tells you and everything. Hello, folks. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite white wolf 
role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded, one which wouldn't be drowned out by random posts and discussion so that your media could get the attention you want? Well, we have the answer for you in a Facebook group we run called Weight Wolf RPGs Gameplay and Media. The group is specifically ran with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. We are currently over 1,000 members strong, and we are continuing to rapidly grow with new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.